This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Not only do your teeth say a lot about you, but they also say a lot about your overall health. Welcome to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and we are going to be talking about dental health and how you can make sure you are the healthiest you can be. And that starts with your dental health. We'll talk to Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. But first, some of the Vancouver Consumer News headlines from the past week. Some good news and bad news for renters in Vancouver. The good news is rental prices went down this past month, down to their lowest level since 2017. The bad news is that the rents are still freaking expensive here. $1,980 on average for a one-bedroom suite in Vancouver. That's the second highest rent behind Toronto for a one-bedroom. Vancouver is number one when it comes to two-bedrooms. The average two-bedroom, just over 2700 bucks. Even so, rents are down slightly, but only here, not only here, but in 15 cities across the country. And this coming Friday is Black Friday. And then, of course, it's followed by Cyber Monday on the 28th. So the big question is, how will COVID affect the biggest shopping day of the year, the day after American Thanksgiving? The website Shopify predicts that more than half of Canadians will take advantage of Black Friday and Cyber Monday shopping this year. And most of it, not surprisingly, will be online. According to their survey of Canadian shoppers, one in five say they've already started looking for Black Friday deals, 97% plan to shop online. And despite COVID, 45% of Canadian shoppers say they plan to go into actual shops on Friday. Only 3% say they will be shopping in person only. And just a reminder that even if you're shopping online, you can still find great online deals at small independent businesses who are online. So it's not all Amazon. And the new movie uh, Wonder Woman 1984 will make history in the United States when it becomes the first superhero blockbuster to debut simultaneously in theaters and on a streaming platform. But for us Canadians, it'll only be available in theaters. This is December 16th. A representative for Warner Brothers says the DC Comics Wonder Woman movie will take the more traditional big screen route here, opening exclusively in markets across Canada where cinemas haven't been closed by local COVID. COVID-19 measures, and uh, despite the cracking down, they're still open. We'll keep our fingers crossed for December 16th. So in the States, Wonder Woman 1984 will be on HBO Max, but in Canada, it'll be on Crave, but not until sometime in the new year after it's had its run in the theaters. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW, and coming up, we're going to talk about how you can improve your overall health and your sense of well-being. We're going to talk to Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio in Vancouver. I'm Martin Strong, and we are talking teeth. Because your teeth are, are obviously very important. Uh, they help you eat, but they do a lot more than that. They uh, are an important part of how you feel about yourself and your overall health. That's the most important thing. And we're just learning about how important dental health is to your overall health. And when you're talking about that subject, you want to talk to somebody like Dr. Ron Zokel. Uh, he is with the BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. 
777 West Broadway. You can go to bcperio.ca. And Dr. Ron is with us now. How are you, Ron? Hello, Martin. I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Um, we were just uh, talking about uh, overall health. I want to get into that because I was just reading a study about how um, uh, some early studies were showing that uh, dental health may be linked to dementia as well as some other things that we kind of already know about, like heart problems and stuff. But I, I'm just looking at your bio. And uh, Dr. Ron Zokel uh, with BC Perio, uh, it's pretty impressive. Uh, you uh, have been uh, practicing dentistry for about 30 years. You graduated from UBC in 1974. And uh, you are a diplomat of the American Board of Oral Implantology. And uh, that's easy just just to throw out there, but that's a pretty important thing, isn't it? Uh, I I think so. You you don't like to brag, I know, but but talk about the American Board of Oral Implantology. That's like the highest uh, body there is in this area. That's correct. And I received my diplomat from the American Board of Oral Implantology in 1996, And um, that is a credentialing body. It was founded in 1969, and its sole purpose is to establish credentials, legitimate credentials of people who are working in the oral implantology field. And it has been recognized legally in the United States. So although it's not, that's not a factor in Canada. Mm -hmm. And that's why uh, BC Perio uh, snapped you up and you, you lecture around the world. Uh, I've had the pleasure of doing that for a lot of years. I think I did my first international lecture in 1978. And uh, not that we're traveling much these days. My last, my last uh, traveling lecture was when I went to India, did two days of lecturing in Bangalore, then flew to Abu Dhabi, did two days of lecturing in Abu Dhabi, and then flew to Cairo and did two days of lecturing in Cairo. Wow. Uh, that was exhausting. <laughs> yeah. So when you go and you talk about dental health, oral health, uh, what are the, the subjects, the, the topics that people are most interested in these days when it comes to this field? Probably aesthetics, just like in every other aspect of dentistry. Uh, and pain and comfort is really important too. So if you don't have pain and comfort, it comes down to aesthetics. Uh, the health of teeth, I think, because the disease process is so slow, a lot of people will have a tendency to ignore some of the rules and recommendations that we have to keep your teeth healthy. But I think predominantly, with if you're not having pain, usually it's an aesthetic factor. So people want their, their smile to look good. And, and, and I guess there are so many new ways, new technologies that are coming out to do that. Oh, there are. And, uh, and we're very grateful for the implant world to become as far as it has because it has provided us with solutions for people who no longer have their teeth or are going to have to miss a tooth and didn't want to deteriorate their existing teeth to replace that one tooth. And I, th- I think most people know what an implant is, a dental implant, but really briefly explain uh, what a dental implant is. Sure. Well, as anybody understands, today's the world of implants for any other part of the body is a very well understood and appreciated area. The dental implant itself replaces the root of the tooth. The tooth are the teeth are embedded in bone structure and surrounded by gum tissue, and the implant goes into the bone structure, and then a tooth is built onto the implant itself to come and emerge through the gum tissue to look like a natural tooth. And you're basically just screwing on that tooth. 
And <laughs> I, I know you, I, I kind of, I, I know you, when I, when I talk about it, I kind of talk about it very clumsily, but. Yeah. Well, uh, short and sweet, that's pretty much what you do. <laughs> <laughs> but it really is a miracle because uh, people who are missing teeth can have uh, a real, what feel like real teeth once they're, once an implant is in your mouth, it just becomes your tooth. I have an implant in my mouth, and I never think about it except when I talk to you. <laughs> well, you're pretty normal, I think, there, Martin. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, along with the the um, the individual implants, and some people have a lot of implants, and uh, I know that the price when when implants started it was quite high, and it's you know slowly coming down to earth, and. BC Perio does a really interesting thing uh, that you call All On Four, and it's basically uh, for people who have false teeth. But explain what All On Four is. All On Four is a concept. Uh, it is trademarked, I believe, by a company called Nobel BioCare. And what it represents is a, a set, a full set of teeth that sit in your upper or lower jaw that are supported by four or more implants usually in the lower jaw four and the upper jaw four, five, or six implants, depending on the density of bone available. So that's, um, that's quite interesting because if you had every single tooth uh, implanted, that's, I don't know how many teeth are in your mouth, you would know this, uh, but that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of teeth. So if you only have four implants on the bottom, that must uh, be a, very, a little more economical. Okay? And that's the key. And the question is, is, it does it. Most people uh, come in with an expectation that they want something to look good, they want it to feel good, and they want it to last a long time. Other than that, everything else is just detail. Uh, for people who want to have a simulation of an absolutely perfect dentition, even though they lost all their teeth, they can have one implant per tooth place, and that, for the average person, is 28 implants in a full mouth. And as you're absolutely right, that's a lot of money. But we can effectively create the same... Uh, functional relationship, aesthetic quality, the whole works by putting only four implants in and putting a complete set of teeth, much like a denture, probably a little stronger than a normal denture, fitted to those implants. And now those teeth look and feel natural and they have the potential of lasting a patient's life. Yeah, they will la yeah, last your whole life. So, so if you have like one tooth you need to replace or all the teeth, you need to call BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. Uh, they're at 777 West Broadway. bcperio.ca is their website. You can go there. You can see a picture of uh, Dr. Ron Zokel, and you can see some of his uh, bona fides. Uh, he's been doing it a long time. And uh, you talked about uh, aesthetics being kind of the key that drives this all. And uh, some of the things that you do, uh, along with the, the, the heavy lifting of replacing Placing people's teeth with implants. You also do things like uh, teeth whitening. I mean, teeth, has teeth whitening come a long way since you uh, started? I would say not nearly as much as dental implants. It has come a long way in the sense that we have different technologies that will improve our opportunity and ability to do teeth whitening. For example, you can go to one of the uh, drugstores, for example, and pick up a tooth whitening kit rather inexpensively, and that will work just fine. However, if you want the dental office to do it, we can do it a lot faster using a higher level technology. And, uh, and we're able to assist the bleaching process of teeth really, really quickly, but it's a little more expensive. 
Yeah, it, I remember once I, I got a crown or something, and they needed to match the color of my other teeth. So they had this these cards, like paint samples, with the different shades of white. And the one that, that they chose for me was Kentucky Coal Miner. So <laughs> I think maybe uh, maybe I should come in and get some teeth whitening done. <laughs> I, I recall, it's rather interesting, I had a gentleman who, who drove in from Calgary who who came to me and says, um, and he, he brought his paint chip from his car, which was absolutely dead white, and says, I need teeth done. I want it done in this color. And I says, that's going to look terrible. He says, well, if you don't do it, I'll go to the guy next door and have him do it. I says, well, if that's what you want, I'll do it for you, but you've got to promise me one thing. You never tell anybody who did it. <laughs> it's going to look terrible. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. When, when people's teeth are so white, <laughs> sometimes you see that on TV, and it, uh, it looks kind of strange. Oh, it does. It's really not very good. Natural, uh, the natural tooth has a lot of colors in it and it has different levels of translucency. Uh, so matching a tooth to a, a crown, for example, to a natural tooth is a cl- complex process and an art form. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning uh, of our talk, you mentioned something, you kind of just threw it out there. Uh, I think you mentioned uh, of all the different things that people are looking for in their uh, dental care, you mentioned uh, pain and comfort. Uh, so I, I, I suppose that means uh, sitting in the chair and it not hurting so much because a lot of people are afraid of the dentist. Well, that's true. That anxiety can start at a very young age, depending on how your parents brought you up. Uh, uh, but I, it's hard to get rid of it once you have acquired that level of anxiety. So I think it's really important to acknowledge the fact that people do have these real fears. And it doesn't have to be that way. And a lot of them will will calm down and relax an awful lot more when they believe and understand that they're in a place where they're not going to be hurt. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. And, and, uh, at BC Perio, uh, 777 West Broadway, bcperio.ca, uh, it sounds like that is a concern that you have. Cause I, I remember not that long ago when I was younger, I always got the sense that the dentist didn't care about my feelings the, the, the <laughs> dentist didn't really you know they were busy they had a job to do and they they didn't seem to care all that much for my personal comfort but uh, when I talk to you it sounds like that's kind of high on your list of priorities I think it should be high on the list of every dentist's priorities and uh, I know don't say that glibly I, I think we all recognize that the potential for pain is is there and I think a lot of dentists and and us included, we do. We go to great lengths to ensure that the the process a person goes through it has the best experience without pain as possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I wanted to ask you a question because as I was uh, I was kind of reading, doing a little research for this, and uh, I always hear the words plaque and I hear the words tartar, and I they sort of seem like the same thing to me. But are they the same thing? What's the difference between between plaque and tartar? Not quite. Plaque is accumulation of bacteria, food debris, things like that, and it's soft. It can be easily brushed off. So when you are brushing your teeth and flossing your teeth, that's what you're getting rid of, ideally. Now, if you leave that stand for several days and the calcium in your saliva gets to it, it hardens. And when it hardens, it becomes what some people call tartar, we'll call calculus. Uh, But that's a hardened form of plaque. Now, that requires a hygienist or a dentist to get rid of that material because the toothbrush won't clean it off. And that's where the scraping comes in when you go see the dentist. Oh, I just love the language you use. What are you <laughs> scraping? 
<laughs> well, I mean, we we had that sophisticated term. It's called curetting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that much better. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit like the uh, the Bill Murray character in Little Shop of Horrors, who actually uh-huh. goes in, you know, waiting for the pain and kind of enjoys the pain. Uh, oh, good lord! <laughs> but not really. <laughs> uh, well. Um, Dr. Ron Zokel is uh, one of the professionals at BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center at 777 West Broadway. It's bcperio.ca if you go to their website. And you can see all the things that they can do um, from, you know, teeth whitening, but also uh, to replacing teeth, replacing your entire row of teeth. They can do it all at BC Perio. And when we come back, we're going to talk more with uh, Dr. Ron Zokel. Uh, I want to talk to you about a study that I read uh, because a lot of uh, a lot of doctors and dentists are talking about how uh, infection in your mouth, how the, the the health of your teeth and gums affects your overall health. And there's a new study that links it, perhaps even to dementia in people. I'm Martin Strong on CKNW, and with me now is our old friend Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. They're on West Broadway, 777, and uh, you can go to their website, bcperio.ca. You can give them a call, 604-872-0222, and uh, we were just talking about how when you're young, your dental health is not something you think about all that much. I know I didn't. And as I get older, uh, I realize, you know, if I take care of my teeth, I could have them <laughs> for the rest of my life, and they will serve me very, very well. Um, do you find that as people get older, they, they, they care more for their teeth? I think they learn exactly the importance of their teeth and how it does relate to their overall health. And uh, one of the unfortunate things is, is that uh, we always say the youth is wasted on the young people. The young, <laughs> <laughs> what happens is that later on when we're realizing we're having to spend tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars on maintaining our dental health, we think back and realize that back in our adolescence, if we had brushed our teeth, we'd have prevented all of that from occurring. And, and that's the problem is that it's hard to impress upon our adolescents, our young people, the value of keeping those teeth healthy because the portal for infection into the whole body or the breakdown of teeth and aesthetics and the contribution your dental health makes to the rest of your life, both socially and economically, is absolutely massive. And, and therefore, if you can keep it healthy and stable starting at an earlier age, you're way ahead of the game. Yeah, we, we've talked about studies that show people with whiter smiles, with, you know, uh, teeth that aren't uh, missing and all that. They actually literally, according to studies, often make more money than people with teeth missing, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, we're, I mean, just generally, why don't you, what, what do you recommend on a daily basis people do to their teeth? Brush and floss. Mm-hmm. Like how many times a day should you brush? I would do that three times a day for the average person. Mm-hmm. You want to do it morning and you want to do it when you go to bed. And I'd recommend after meals in general terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny with with this uh, COVID thing going on. A lot of people are working at home and I find that I do a lot of work at home now. And uh Brushing, I, like I'll, it'll be like ten o'clock, and I'll realize I haven't brushed my teeth yet. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 
I don't know why I'm telling anybody this, but I don't know why you're telling anybody that either. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a flosser. I'm a good flosser, and uh, so you know, before you go to bed, that's obviously the best time to floss. Yeah, and, and people have asked, "Is do I have to floss all of my teeth?" And I would say, uh, absolutely not. Only the ones you want to keep. <laughs> uh, that's a good, good, good. Because I, I, I definitely, I, I think I'm not alone. Uh, certain teeth have pockets that that will get inflamed if I don't, if I ignore them for a while, and then other. And I, I guess that a lot of people have that. There are certain, you know, pockets where where food can collect, and then infection can happen that way. Yes. Pockets around teeth are the depth of the gum tissue before it gets to the point where the tissue attaches to the teeth or bone and such. And, and the deeper those pockets are, the more difficult it is to clean. You are not born with that problem. It's a problem that comes as a result of not brushing and flossing. And, and the deeper that issue gets, that pocket becomes, the more difficult it is to resolve. And that's how people lose teeth predominantly. Right. And that's when you need to go see BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center uh, on West Broadway, bcperio.ca. And Dr. Ron Sokol is our guest. Um, and I, I was talking about this uh, study that I read yesterday. Uh, and it was, uh, well, first of all, the European Journal of Preventative Cardiology has published that they found that people who brush their teeth at least three times a day were less likely to experience heart attacks. And now, the thing I read yesterday, according to a research review published in Current Neurology and Neuroscience Reports, it's a magazine I read every week, uh, dental decay could increase a person's risk for dementia. It's an early study, but researchers found that those with dementia often experience dental decay at greater rates. And obviously, this is a new study, and I, you, you may not have uh, any thoughts on that. But, but what are your thoughts overall about these kind of studies and um, all that kind of stuff? It's interesting you bring that up, Martin. I have a colleague, a friend of mine actually in San Diego, who's been doing research in this area for the last, I'd say, 15 years. In any case, uh, the story goes that, and he, he, when he, he mentioned this to me directly, and he said, I got approval uh, from an, an, an uh, age management center, managed care facility of a number of families, and that he was doing research on, on the brain tissue, and he got permission from from families and patients that upon expiry of that patient, he was allowed to take the brain and do studies on the brain and he would section the brain and look at them under a microscope. And what he found was really startling. He found in every single case he looked at with people with Alzheimer's, and these are all related to people with Alzheimer's, every single case he studied, he showed there was science, the spirochetes were embedded in the brain tissue. Spirochetes are microorganisms that are found in periodontal disease. And so the health, the gum tissue health around teeth, which is also indicative to some degree of decay as well, are, is specifically related to a lot of diseases, not the least of which is probably Alzheimer's. Wow. So we're, we're just beginning to figure this out, aren't we? Well, we are. I think we've always assumed it uh, over a great many years, but only in the past several years have the medical studies come out to verify it. So we, we connect it with brain uh, problems, brain diseases. We connect it with cardiovascular disease. So heart attacks and strokes are all specifically rated, related uh, to periodontal disease and microorganisms that are found in periodontal disease tissues. 
Wow. So that's, that's kind of uh, scary uh, to think about. So what do you, do you recommend for people who are, you know, wondering about their teeth? Maybe they're getting a little older. What do you look for? Like, how do you know it might be time to, I guess a regular checkup is, is obviously the best thing, but what are some signs that your oral health may not be what it should be? Well, often uh, could be loosening of teeth, could be pain, it could be bad breath, it could be a lot of different things. But you're absolutely correct. We found that people who actually attend the dentist on a regular basis for cleanings, let's say two to three times a year, are likely to spend far less money on their dental health and maintain a significantly higher level of dental health as well. Wow, very very fascinating. And I, I, and it, I guess it's all about infection. Very much so. Yeah, interesting stuff. And uh, when you go to the dentist, uh, oftentimes you get an X-ray. Uh, how important is an X-ray? And uh, you know how to uh, you do CT scans as well. So, so what's your thoughts on X-rays and how important are X-rays? Uh, in my field of oral implantology, it's absolutely critical. But it's, it's critical in all areas of implant dentistry as well as general dental health as well. Uh, x-rays give us an indication of where bone levels are around the teeth. And that's a very strong indicator of how healthy your teeth are. So without x-rays, we're working with, it's, it's like driving blind. And uh, for a dentist, that, if somebody comes in and says, I will not allow you to take x-rays on my mouth. I say, well, you know, I understand that. You're more than welcome to your, your perspective on how you attend to your dental health perhaps, but you're going to have to find another dentist because I can't do my job. Right. If you can, won't allow me to do those x-rays, I can't do my job at all. And I mean, the safety of the x-rays, um, you, you've worked, you work very hard to make sure that the, the, the effect on your body is very minimal. It's true. And dental x-ray technology has come a long way. You referred to a CT scan. Uh, there are a lot of different levels of CT scan. In dentistry today, we're using what we call CB CT scan, and it's cone beam CT scan technology. And that takes a massively lower amount of radiation to image the things we need to see for dentistry than does a medical CT scan, which has to go through large uh, areas and volumes of tissue to to, illi- uh, to illustrate different uh, areas of the body. So the medical CT scan has an awful lot more radiation than a dental CB CT scan. Mm-hmm. Well, we're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel from the BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center on West Broadway, 7777. I just go to bcperio.ca to see what they do. 8720222604 uh, and you're a specialty clinic but if you go to your website it seems like you do uh, a lot of different sort of dental services obviously implants are a huge thing but in your typical work day uh, what do you is there one thing you see more than other things uh, I think in in my case what I do more than anything else anything else rather, is taking a damaged tooth that's beyond repair, taking the tooth out of the bone without damaging the bone structure, putting an implant in place, grafting the bone around the implant, and putting a tooth back on that implant all the same day. Yeah, that that is incredible. Um, I mean, when when implants first started, uh, how long did they take? Oh, gosh. <laughs> when implants first started, uh, Martin, we're, we're talking thousands of years ago. Um but having said that, the modern implant today 
really got going with PR Branamark back in the 50s and 60s. And back in those days, we put an implant in, we keep it under the gum tissue for about four to five months and then uncover it, let the gum tissue heal, then build a tooth onto it. So it took us often five to six months before an implant could be uh, restored with a tooth. Yeah, because the implant that I got was many years ago, not a lot of years ago, uh, but uh, it took, I, th- I think it was like three months of waiting before they actually put the, the tooth on. That's correct, yeah. yeah. And now you can do it all like in a matter of days. Well, all in one day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, at least a temporary crown. I might point out as well is that because so it's such an importance is put on aesthetics, the best quality results that we get are when we treat teeth and put implants in tooth removal and then put a tooth on it immediately, even though it's a temporary tooth, we can get the very best results that are possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're, you've been involved in the technology of dentistry for 30 years and you've seen it change. Are there any things in the future, on the horizon, because I've heard of, I remember reading there, there was talk of uh, coatings for teeth and all these different technologies. What do you see in the future that's not quite here yet, but will be very soon at BC Perio? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, you're talking about a field that has massive research going on at all times. Uh, I, and I, I liken it to some small degree to when Bill Gates mentioned many, many years ago, because I did computer science technology before dentistry. And he said, I don't think there'll be any need for anything over a megabyte of memory. And, and so when you, (laughs) (laughs) we know how ridiculous that sounds right now. So to speculate where it's going, I would say that our understanding of biology and how to uh, get materials that are foreign to the body to be able to be put into the body and be adapted to the biology of the tissue is where we're probably our research is headed. I I think, uh, I don't know that there is any limitation to the possibilities. I think a lot of the things that will happen in the future, we can't even imagine today. Yeah. Well, that is fascinating. It is always interesting to talk to Dr. Ron Zokel. Thank you so much, Ron pleasure martin and with me now is our producer andrew ferreira and uh our feature ask andrew and i remember back at halloween time uh because of covid there were a lot of uh, haunted houses that had to close uh but some of them they did kind of a drive-through thing where you could actually drive through a haunted house and now with christmas coming up uh andrew you say there's a, a few things uh, that may become drive-through Yeah, so, you know, looking back to the Halloween haunted houses thing, I think that being able to drive away from what scares the crap out of me kind of takes away from the the haunted house thing when I can just, oh, I can go 60 kilometers an hour in the direction opposite this. How nice. (laughs) Whereas uh, if if I'm walking through it, I go, oh, God, I have to run, and I don't run very fast. Uh, That's a lot more scary. So that being said, uh, we have now flipped the calendar over and... uh, the holidays are on the horizon. Whether you like it or not, they're coming and they're coming for you. Uh, Glow Gardens, which uh, happens in Langley, you know, it's usually you know a gigantic kind of Christmas light landscape thing. Uh, it's usually pretty fun, and you can usually walk through it. Uh, because of COVID, they'd initially decided maybe we want to do uh, an outdoor experience at the Greater Vancouver Zoo, but they changed that up, uh, and they'll be do- now doing a vehicle drive-through. Uh, which I've never heard of anything like this for Christmas lights. So it's a 15-minute experience, which will take place in Langley. Uh, The website says that it'll feature dazzling landscapes with close to a million lights. It's a lot of lights. 
uh, vehicles will uh, when when they arrive at the uh, at the, uh, at, the uh, at the venue, uh, you'll be greeted by elves with mini donuts, mini donuts, <laughs> uh, popcorn, and a souvenir Christmas ornament. Uh, there's going to be a 100 foot animated light tunnel, which almost sounds like uh, sounds like something that would uh, that would grace the cover of a 70s album. 100 foot animated light tunnel. I, I just think of the, the six million dollar man when he went through that tunnel <laughs> yeah. with Bigfoot. I think it was. Yes, that sounds. <laughs> there's going to be a three story tall Christmas tree. Uh, there's going to be well, Santa's going to be there. Duh. Uh, and not to mention that all you're also going to get another parting gift at the end of it. Uh, so if you want any more information on this, you just head over to uh, Glow Gardens website, which is luckily for us just glowgardens.com. Yeah. It's nice and simple. You can find out all the details there. Um, this uh, actually starts next week on the 26th, which is it's coming up. That's a month. That's a month less a day from Christmas. It's coming. I know the holidays are coming. It was Halloween yesterday. And then two weeks ago, it was January, and none of us were were locked down. And, you know, next week will be 2029. Yeah, I think, you know, this past spring seemed to go so slow because of the lockdown. And then all of a sudden, it's Christmas. <laughs> it's really weird. It, yeah, time is, has ceased to mean much of anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, entrance is going to be twenty nine ninety nine per vehicle with a maximum of seven guests. Uh, you'll be required to select an entry time uh, when you go to purchase a ticket as well. And you'll, you're seeing a lot of venues and events do this now where, you know, usually it's kind of a, you know, you get in and you get in and it doesn't matter when you go. Uh, but, you know, with all of the, the health guidelines um, around our lives right now, you know, you're going to have to select an entry time and you're going to have to limit your guests. And that's just where we are. So, uh, you know, go out and enjoy the season however much you can, but also, you know, do it safely. Well, thank you, Andrew. Uh, you had me at mini donuts. Oh, I know. I had me at mini donuts, yeah. too. So that's, that's why a- I can't run. <laughs> that's Ask Andrew. Andrew Ferrer, our producer of Vancouver Consumer. And that's it for us. Uh, we'll be back next week, 2 o'clock, CKNW. And uh, we'll see you then. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.